You are listening to the Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators Podcast with President and Founder Elizabeth Inman and co-host Kim Spence-Mullen. This podcast provides a variety of topics that affect you as a federal employee. Our mission at Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators is to get to know you and understand your needs, wants, and long-term goals. Now, let's join Elizabeth and Kim. Welcome back to the Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators podcast. My name is Kim, and I am here with president and founder of the Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators, Elizabeth Inman. Elizabeth and I have such a great time when we're together. We never lack for things to talk about and stories and all of that fun stuff. And, um, you know, Elizabeth, you have shared so many funny stories with me through the years of, you know, talking about your days at the Postal Service. And one of the things that I love, too, though, is that I've even had a chance to read some of those stories. And you have always said that all of these federal employees could literally write a book and That's fill right. it with stories. Oh, could they ever? <laughs> I think every federal and every postal employee ought to write a book. <laughs> like on uh, my very first month in the Postal Service. So I'm I'm just sitting doing my job. The next thing I know, I got somebody saying, come here, come here. You got to come see this. You got to come see this. Now, inside the Postal Service, as with every federal agency, we have our own lingo, our own acronyms. You got to learn to speak postal or you need to learn to speak, you know, Bureau of Land Management. We all have our own acronyms. So inside the post office, where you go and buy your stamps is called the window. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, back in the old days, literally, it was a window that they would they would uh, slide the gates, the, mm-hmm. the bars closed mm-hmm. and lock it up. But it was a window. Okay, so come, come, Elizabeth, come to the window. You've got to see this. I don't have a clue what's going on. But up I get, and, and around the corner I, I went. And just as I rounded the corner, I saw the colonel. We called him the colonel because <laughs> he, had, he had been a colonel in mm-hmm. the military. The colonel made a beeline to the break room. Out the window he went. He, of course, he reached up, locked his, his drawer. He did all the right things. But, boy, he left that window. I was too late. I did get to see what happened. But it didn't take long till somebody told me. For some reason, in that particular town, nobody knows the town or state at this point. <laughs> shall remain nameless, <laughs> well, right? Shall remain nameless. <laughs> there was a woman when the colonel was on the window. She only did it when he was on the window. She would walk into the post office, go up to only his window, and she always wore a trench coat. And when she opened the trench coat, she mooned him. <laughs> <laughs> and every single time oh, he reached up and, and and shut the uh, closed, you know, locked his drawer oh. and made a beeline to the break room. <laughs> now I won't talk about the things management did, you know, to help uh, yeah. that situation. Yeah. I'm I'm just telling a funny story because it yeah. just happened to be my first thirty <laughs> days on the job, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what have I got myself into? <laughs> well, let's just fast forward one more. Do I have time, Kim? Can oh, I do absolutely. one more funny yeah, we story? We love stories. Well, you know how it is when you get promoted, you're excited. You just think you're ready to set the world on fire. There's nothing I can't handle. I'm a supervisor, right? (laughs) Until that phone call came. Uh, Miss Elizabeth, I'm out here delivering my route, and I don't think I can deliver to this address anymore. 
well, what do you mean you can't deliver to this address anymore? Is there a dog problem? Or, oh, no, 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 it's not a dog. Well, what makes you think you can't deliver? Well, because this is my third day in a row this week to go by this address. And this address has a great big picture window right up front. And I have to go up the steps in front of this picture window to put the mail in the box that's attached to the house and laid out on the couch in this picture, in front of this picture window is a woman with no clothes on. (laughs) I don't think I can deliver here anymore. Oh, wow. (laughs) True stories, Kim. Now you see why every federal and postal employee should write a book. Yes. And I'm sure all the the roars of laughter that are happening out there that are hearing the podcast and some that are going, yep, I had something that I could tell like that. that. That's oh, exactly what's happening. Yeah. Everyone but the sound of my voice is going, oh, well, you think that's funny. You should hear this one. <laughs> oh, my god! I'm just gosh, saying, write them great. down and let's write some books. Yeah, there we go. Absolutely. Well, speaking of books, today... We're going to talk about something that really got our attention, especially on the last podcast, because you mentioned the word millionaire. And I mean, that is going to make our ears perk up when Mm -hmm. I, you know, there was a show, it's probably still in existence, you know, about who wants to be a millionaire. I mean, goodness, who doesn't want to be a millionaire? And for those employees in the federal employee system to think that they could be a millionaire? Yes, wow. I know. That's what I said. Wow. Wow. Because, you know, Kim, working up to that day when I retired, little did I know, but but two years before that happened, but two years before my retirement date, mm-hmm. I lost a fourth of my TSP mm-hmm. in my 401k type plan called the Thrift Savings Plan. And, and here's what happened with me. My story is we had an economic downturn that affected the markets. And for two years in a row, the markets plunged. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? There's a beginning of that plunge. There's a midway point in that plunge. And there's the bottom of that plunge, right? Mm-hmm. Here, here I am, two years before I retired, not knowing I'm going to do an early retirement. And I watch what's happening and I know it's affecting my TSP, TSP balance, but I literally don't know what to do. Mm. I did not know how to protect myself against those kind of market downturns. Yeah. And it ended up that I lost a quarter of my TSP. Well, then we're at the bottom of the plunge, right? Mm-hmm. The forecast is looking better and better. But it, once again, I'm paralyzed with fear not knowing what to do. What if I make a mistake that harms me more than I'm already harmed? Sure. What if I, I, I just don't know. I mean, yeah. all the uncertainties. So I did what probably hindsight is probably the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And I flatlined and I just went all safety, mm-hmm. all safe. All I knew is I don't want to lose any more money. Yeah. I, I, I'm too close to retirement. Yeah. I can't wait out these kind of losses. Because, you know, after 9-11, mm-hmm. during that economic hit that we took, I lost money then, but I can't even tell you how much. I was younger. Mm-hmm. I was bolder. I, I had time. I wasn't going anywhere. I was staying put in my federal uh, government job. Yeah. So I didn't overreact. In fact, I didn't react at all. I just did what they say. Mm-hmm. If I ever get to meet they... <laughs> 
<laughs> That's for sure. Oh, man. But I just did what yeah. they say, and yeah. I left it alone. Yeah. Now, thank goodness that worked out okay for me. Mm-hmm. But here I am now, closer to retirement, and the bottom's dropped out, mm. and I still don't know what to do. Yeah. When do I go back into some growth? When do I move out of total safety into maybe a blend of growth? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe you know, a combination is the best plan for me where I'm at. See, it's all dependent on where we are in life, where we are in our career. Mm -hmm. It's dependent on my individual circumstances in my retirement, Mm -hmm. my family, my, my, my debt level. I mean, I could keep going. I mean, you get the picture. Well, and some, some circumstances have changed so drastically in the past couple of years, even due to the pandemic you know, uh, and so our condolences to any of you who have lost a family member through this time, but that even yes. um, now sets people up differently if oh. they lost a spouse or mm-hmm. a, you know, a child or something like that, that's going to change then it the does. need for what they do. Oh, it definitely does. It's why a, an annual review is so powerful. And mm-hmm. you know, Kim, I love to talk about the five dangers of federal retirement. I mentioned that on a prior podcast. That's probably what I talk about the easiest because Mm -hmm. I've done it for so long talking Mm -hmm. about those five dangers. I also love to talk about our 17 point federal assessment for retirement. It's a 17 point assessment that we do to gauge how ready you are for retirement. And that can be done all throughout your career. We can literally take that 17 point federal assessment Mm -hmm. and do it at the beginning of your career, midway through your career and right before retirement. And then again, after retirement, that will help guide you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. I love talking about those things, but I don't think there's anything (laughs) that excites me as much as this thought of the TSP millionaire. Mm. Because once again, I got hired into the position that I got hired into making a higher salary day one Mm -hmm. than the associate attorneys were in the law firm that I left to go to work at the post office. (laughs) My salary was higher than the associate attorneys that had a law degree. Mm. I knew that I was on the brink of something really big. As I mentioned, upward mobility, lots of opportunities, you know, started in at a great full-time salary. Not everybody gets to start full-time with the post office, but I did. And then within 14 months, I'm promoted. (laughs) I had a raise. (laughs) I mean, and so it begins. And not one time, Kim, in my entire 24, almost 24-year career, Mm -hmm. With the Postal Service, did I ever one time stop and even think about being a TSP millionaire, let alone wonder if it would be possible to be a TSP millionaire? Now, hindsight, I've mentioned this a number of times, mm-hmm. hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> if I only knew then what I know now, sure. I was the model child. <laughs> mm. I I could have been the, the photo cover, the cover you were the poster Cover child. Poster yes. child. There you go. That was the word I was looking for. The post, I could have been, mm-hmm. that's 26 years old, got hired in at a great wage. I got promoted quickly. I got promoted a lot. Mm-hmm. I had ample opportunity to have positioned myself so differently by the time I retired if I'd had just known what we now have put into an ebook form of how to become a TSP millionaire. Mm -hmm. And when I heard the title of our book, 
it was like, oh my word, this can be life changing mm. for all of the almost three million federal employees that are out there, not counting postal. There's there's almost seven hundred thousand postal employees out there. Mm. I mean, oh my goodness, what a difference it can, can make. And yeah. here's the deal, Kim. I'm not talking about oh, let's move your money out of TSP and we'll make you a millionaire. Oh no 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 no. I'm talking to the new hire that's just signing your paperwork. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to that brand new person, that doctor that has decided they want to serve our veterans, the heroes of our nation by becoming a VA doctor. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the letter carrier, the mail sorter, the the people that work at the plants, the PNDCs for the postal service. I'm talking about all of those folks Because here's the deal. Once again, did I say it's never too early and it's never too late? I understand that somebody is within five years of retiring. Their odds, if they aren't really close to being that millionaire inside of their TSP, I may not have any kind of tips that will bring them all the way to the millionaire status Mm -hmm. because the federal government limits how much we can put into our TSP every year. But I do have tips and ideas that could definitely help them put in a defense against the next market downturn. Mm. So March of 2020, 2020 in our lifetime, Mm -hmm. everybody's sitting at this table today, Mm -hmm. the year 2020 will always conjure up certain thoughts for us. I'll never forget March of 2020. I got to meet somebody for the very first time that came into my office and she sat down and this was the third week in March and she's so excited. She's retiring. And she's not retiring because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. She's retiring because she's reached her retirement date that has been pre-planned, that she has put strategies in place to help her retire well. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting in my chair wanting to know about the five dangers, and I'm educating her. Mm-hmm. And as she's getting ready to go, I said, oh, by the way, Everything you have in your TSP right now is 100% at risk. Everything is at risk. And she's, she just kind of waves at me. She says, I know it's done really well for me through the years. And I said, I'm so grateful that it has. But have you been watching what's going on? There's a little bit of stuff out there stirring called a virus. Mm-hmm. And I said, have you thought about it? Oh, and she waved again at me and said, oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm retiring this month. And I said to her, you need to think about the safety that's inside of TSP between the different funds. She comes back to my office the following Tuesday, and she has lost $106,000. And she retires just a few days later. That, That will forever impact me, Kim. That impacted me almost as much as me losing a quarter of my own. Mm. (laughs) Almost. But those two events in my life are huge. Huge. So we all know that the market took this um, just horrific downturn all of a sudden Mm -hmm. in March of last year. And then we all know that it it made one of the fastest, in fact, it's the fastest comeback in the U.S. history for the stock market. Mm -hmm. And once again, people are out there thinking, what do I do? Mm-hmm. What, when do I get out? When do I get back in? Mm-hmm. And part of the whole reason we have an ebook called How to Become a TSP Millionaire, it's designed to help people and position people to defend themselves against those kind of market downturns. Mm-hmm. And it's designed to help position them 
to be able to take advantage of good things that are happening mm-hmm. in ways that they might not know without the the lessons that's been learned from other TSP millionaires. Mm-hmm. So we're right now in America in the federal government, we just went over in the past few months over a hundred thousand TSP millionaires. Wow. A hundred thousand. Do you know what the record is for the largest TSP account, Kim? No, I don't. <laughs> it's over $10 million. Oh, my goodness. Now, I will tell you that person cheated because they rolled a prior IRA from another company into that. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to continue on in our next podcast, and I'm going to give you some numbers and some statistics about the TSP that maybe you don't know. And once again, I want to remind you and remind our listeners out there, I am not talking about moving your TSP out of the TSP account. I am talking about right inside of your TSP. And we're literally going to discuss over the next several months, Mm -hmm. the 10 lessons we can learn from TSP millionaires. That is amazing. I love it. I love it. You know, with Elizabeth's 24, almost 24 years in the postal service, um, you hear her heart for exactly why she's doing what she's doing. She's the president and founder of the Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators based in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and offices in Minneapolis as well. But anywhere you're hearing this podcast, if you are a federal employee, then you qualify to get the help and the services that they offer. So the phone number is 833-693-3388, 833-693-3388, or you can go to the website at febcnow.com, febcnow.com. And can they get a copy of that ebook, Elizabeth? Yes, they can get a copy of that ebook um, by requesting it on our website. Okay. I just want to point out to Kim, do you remember how I said when I started in my career and I moved up the ladder and had such a wonderful, rewarding career that I got to intermingle between different agencies and I made lifelong friends and it's that interacting and that networking that made my career so rich for me. Just me personally, that was what mattered to me the most. The same thing has happened since I founded Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators. I started out little old me, as we talked about Mm -hmm. previously. Now today, though, I I have been so fortunate and so blessed to be associated with other agencies and other team members that now we have a full service, full fledged team okay. that is gathered together that has made this ebook possible, that has allowed us to have the research in order to write this ebook. And, and it's this team now, it's a team concept that when we start our next podcast, I'll share a story about having a federal client that I wasn't able to help. In fact, it was a VA nurse and his family Mm -hmm. that I was not able to help because I didn't have that team in place. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that on the next podcast, but I want to bring into focus today that it's not just Elizabeth, it's a team effort. And, And when you call that number, when you go to that website, you're going to see that we have a full-fledged team in place to help all the federal employees, postal employees that are out there. Can't wait. I'm looking forward to it, how to become a TSP millionaire. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today. At Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators, we want to help you develop, implement, and monitor a strategy that's designed to address your individual situation. 
call us at 833-693-3388 or on the web at febcnow.com.